0: Welcome back to Are You A Fan, where we explore individual characters from your favorite sci-fi, action, and fantasy genres. A big thank you to Moonbound Productions for supporting today's episode. If you would like to express your support, please like and share the show. Here's your hosts, Dick Rail and Joker. Hello, folks! Welcome to Are You A Fan by Moonbound Productions. If you like the episode, uh, why don't you give us a like, follow, heck, even share it with a friend. Guys, please share us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what we got this week, Joker? Uh, this is uh, kind of your territory, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Well, we're gonna dip our toes back into the multiverse of Magic: The Gathering, but we're gonna start out with a question. So, on the planet of Ravnica, they you know have the t- the ten guilds, which is the color pairs. If you could choose to be in any one of them, which would you choose?
0: I gotta I gotta go black green.
1: The, the Golgari.
0: The Golgari. She's my, uh, like, one of their commanders is my main one that I that I love playing with. So, you know. Yeah, it makes
1: sense. And then you, you, you are that kind of natural person. That's what they kind of tend to stick around with, like, a lot of life and death. I'm all about that hippie life. <laughs> I, I'd probably go with Demir, do the spy stuff and, like, being in the shadows and lurking.
0: I mean, that'd be a fun, interesting life, definitely.
1: Uh, That that would probably be my choice, because I'm not good enough for the other guilds I like to play.
0: (laughs) I mean, heck, dude, we could probably team up and be like a buddy cop movie. He's the chill stoner rebel, and he's the uptight assassin.
1: (laughs) Oh, you mean like when we we played D&D in the... Magic Universe, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly.
1: And we literally were the Buddy Cops. We
0: ca- actually, yeah, no, no, you, yeah, because you were the uptight, uptight by the book, and my dude was just the fly by the seat of his pants guy.
1: And we're in the the soldier, the warrior, like the Soldier Guild, the Army Guild, the mm, Moros. I remember that. So yeah, that. no, we, we fit that to a T.
0: We do. So
1: uh, yeah, so that brings us into a planeswalker who has spent a lot of his early years um, on
0: the plane, Jace Bellerin. Jay's Bellerin, okay. Uh, yeah, no, this is uh yeah, this is a character that I've seen you play quite a few times in the game. So uh, place birth, uh sil Silmot's crossing on the plain of Vern. Okay, so uh, age unknown, estimated by fans to be mid twenties. Yeah, they
1: most magic characters they don't really seem to have an age bracket. A lot of the older ones, they they toss out the oh yeah they're a couple hundred a couple thousand years old but in the younger ones like we don't actually know because we don't really date anything (laughs) that's uh so yeah the fans have kind of collectively decided he's around his 20s a little
0: annoying okay so moving on adolescence so jace would become student to a sphinx named Allah. Allah. Allahammerit, who was on on Vern to try and stop the constant civil wars. Noble noble cause, I believe. So Amaret would hire Jace to collect info after only a few years of training. Using the cover of darkness and cloaked by illusion, Jace would sneak into camp. Of the two opposing sides to learn about the army's battle plans. Ooh, so he was already kind of a sneaky, like... Yeah,
1: that was kind of literally what he was trained for from the beginning. To use the the blue magic and the illusions of it. I was going to say, that
0: uh, kind of explains why he became who he became. Which, much later in his story, he... You learn he
1: uses the illusions for more than just actual usage. We'll get to that later on.
0: Okay, well, uh, so, foreshadowing.
1: During one of his reporting sessions, Jace would try to enter his master's mind, a feat he had never ac- accomplished before. He learned the shocking truth of his own existence. He would discover that his planeswalker spark had actually ignited a long time ago, dipping him into the blind eternities only for a moment. Alhamerit would, would lie to him about it and, um, and had repeatedly wiped the incident from the young man's mind. Yeah, so, so yeah, this guy's thing ignited, and the Sphinx just keeps going. I was like, no, that didn't happen. We're erasing it. it. It's not there, dude. That is,
0: oh my god! Every time with characters like this,
1: well, it's like a superhero. Yeah, no. I mean that—that's what takes the, you know, that's what what makes the spark happen is usually traumatic events of some form.
0: Yeah, but like no, just the hiding of the spark though. I'm just like. Like well, dude,
1: when you got somebody like him at your disposal,
0: and you know he's a planeswalker, that's a lot of power. I lot, can't blame him. I mean, a lot of power, but you know, we saw how that went down in X Men Three that we don't like to remember, but we all remember.
1: But still, if you didn't, if you didn't have, if you had somebody like that at your disposal, you'd do the same thing, and you know it.
0: I actually don't know <laughs> if I would be, be brave enough to try to pull that off. I'd be terrified if they found out. <laughs> hey, I, I'd probably pull it off, but then they'd just be like, wonder why Master's always jumpy. Like I said, hi to him. And he just almost hit the roof the other day. See
1: That I could believe. <laughs> you'd still do it. But yeah, you'd be extremely jumpy and
0: paranoid around him, but you'd still do it. <laughs> okay. So when Jace finally found out, he began to erase his own knowledge to keep it away from the Sphinx. Instead, he kept records on paper. Oh, that's brilliant.
1: And yeah, this is also massive foreshadowing of who Jace becomes as a person.
0: Yeah, no, that's like some that's also like some straight up uh I've seen this actually play out in a few books and movies, and that where a character just keeps wiping their mind but writing it down so that way they can keep records and yep. keep it hidden. That's brilliant.
1: So So later on it would turn out that Al Hamrit has been playing both sides by providing them with the military intel and thus keeping his status as arbiter intact Um, he would use Jace to gather information from the two sides and deliver it and every time he'd wipe Jace's memory of it and take the money for himself keeping the war going so yeah your idea earlier of a noble cause it may have started that way Ooh. But very quickly did not uh, stay that way.
0: Okay, yeah, no that uh, that went that went poorly quite quickly. Um, you never you never play both sides. It's, it's like rule rule one rule one of stu- of certain things that because you're eventually gonna get burned.
1: So honestly, if it wasn't for Jace, I'm pretty sure he would have kept going probably indefinitely.
0: Eventually, Jace goaded. Hey, goaded. That's a mechanic in the game. <laughs> So eventually, Jace uh, goaded his master into a duel of t- telepathy. At the cost of much of his mind and inadvertently his memories, he destroyed the Finks- Sphinx's mind, rendering. Hammer it! I'll, I'll hammer it! I'll hammer it! I gotta remember that! I'll hammer it down!
1: I was like, "It's literally how
0: it's spelled." I'll hammer it, unable to breathe. The force of the battle, in combination with the damage done to himself, forced Jace to accidentally planeswalk away, landing himself in the streets of Ravnica. Okay, well, uh,
1: yeah. essentially he kills the Sphinx because he makes it to where the Sphinx doesn't remember how to breathe. Yeah, he, dude, uh, he just wrecks them.
0: Man, that is a <laughs> that is a harsh way to go about that, but kind of brilliant.
1: I also don't know exactly if that's what he meant to do, or whatever he did, because they don't really ever go into a lot of details on his a lot of his events in his story. So they don't really talk about the duel. So I don't know
0: if he meant to, to do that to the
1: Sphinx's mind.
0: I mean, he, I hope he did. Otherwise, that's got to be a traumatic thing of like. Even if you're, like, super mad at them, like, clearly you formed a bond with this, and then just to see at some point during this mind duel, they just collapse to the ground, just like... <laughs> and you're just, just like, um, what did I do? How do I make it stop?
1: Well, I mean, but it also works with how he ended up losing part of his own mind. True. So it's very possible he didn't mean to, and just whatever he did do just really backfired.
0: Ooh, I could see that, actually. Yeah, that, that does make sense. You're just, like, trying to take out a chunk of the mind happens to you've taken out a chunk of where the breathing happens, (laughs) right (laughs) not not
1: not ideal but victory comes at cost yep so for the first part of his story on Ravnica and the agents of artifice um on Ravnica Jace would settle into a comfortable life living in the upper echelons of society and earning his money through blackmail because you know when you have powers like Jace why not yeah.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, he would use his telepathy to learn the secrets of the wealthy and extort money from them for his continued silence. I mean, I can't say I'd be any better if I had that kind of ability.
0: Oh, yeah. No. And um, I've seen I've heard that Jace is just powerful on his own. So it's not even like, you know, when he does this blackmail, it's not like they can really th- do a lot to threaten him. They're like, we will kill you right now. He's like, you don't even know if this is me. This could be an illusion of me, buddy. Yep. So I mean, all uh, you
1: gotta do is erase their memory.
0: Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> so while conducting some business, Jace would be attacked by the infinite consortium. 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 Um, after some brief background research, Jace confronted the consortium master Tesseret and learned these attacks were in fact an inv- invitation for Jace to join. So Jays agreed and began training with Tezzeret to hone his telepathy for the consortium's use. Which, what is the consortium?
1: To completely answer the question, I don't completely know who the consortium is. It was kind of like a, it was essentially a group of bad people that worked under Tezzeret that in the very long run worked for Nicole Bolas. Ah. Under quite a few different people.
0: Okay. So
1: it was one of those, it was not a good group of people. It was like a crime syndicate, basically.
0: Okay, I mean, you know, the, I always th- like to throw them in the morally gray. They're just trying to survive and get make a living off the suffering of others.
1: <laughs> I'd say they're not gray <laughs> at all. Um, so Jace would be partnered with a blade master by the name of Callist, who began some, who by some coincidence looked remarkably like Jace, and together they began to train each other in their own specialties between assignments. Okay. So, weirdly enough, yeah, he'd meet somebody that looked somewhat like him.
0: Oh, isn't Okay. Isn't that a card? I don't think so, but I have no idea. I thought he had, like, yeah, dude. Anyway. After a few years, Jace came to realize how badly the Consortium's practices had impacted him and began to feel guilty. Ironically, of not feeling any guilt over some of the things he had done in the Consortium's name.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Feeling guilty about not feeling guilty about doing bad stuff.
0: I mean, I get that. I've, uh, I may have done things where I'm just like, I feel sad and guilty that I don't feel guilty for what I have done here today.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm sure everybody's had moments like that in their life at some yeah. point.
0: I've been at family gatherings and I accidentally made family members cry. And I'm just like, I feel upset that I'm not feeling sorry about this.
1: So, things would start to come to a head when a mission to Kamagawa would end spectacularly with the massacre of a Nazumi village. In punishment, Tezzeret savagely beat Jace for failing, though the mission failed through no fault of Jace's. Well, apparently he just happened to be the scapegoat for that mission.
0: Oh, damn. He <laughs> can't beat... Oh, that's kind of a rough uh, situation there, then. Yeah. Ooh, I'd be... I'd be super upset if I found out the situation. Like, like, wait, wait, wait. I didn't have to take the beating? They're like, well, we had to make it look real. Right. So, yes, you would have taken the beating. We just, uh, I don't know, probably would buy you a beer afterwards. <laughs> Shortly thereafter, an agent of Nicole Bolas, the original master of the Infinite Consortium, and Tezzeret's main rival contacted Tezzeret over a mining dispute on an unknown plane. Tezzeret scheduled a meeting with the dragon on an Arctic plane and brought Jace along to ensure that Bolas did not attempt to probe Tezzeret's mind.
1: Because clearly Tezzeret knows who Nicole is and that being as one of his things is blue. That is kind of what Nicole is known for at some points. Mm,
0: True. Very True. Oh Nicole, boys. Yeah, just Damn. not that. Oh, that. I wonder if they gave him like any heads up as to who this guy was or who probably this not person was.
1: They probably told him like, hey, he he also does telepathy. You're just gonna keep him from doing it to me.
0: By the way, he's also like, as far as we can tell, might be an Eldritch God. So, uh,
1: well, they have no reason to think he is. Uh depending hmm. on how much of his power he has used. True, but
0: well, yeah, you know, giant dragon. Be on your guard.
1: <laughs> Pretty much, and I'm sure that's probably all they passed on. Okay, because f- obviously he knows he's also a planeswalker because a one, okay. and they're, so they're setting up. So they know he's got power. They just uh, whether he knows the scope of Nicole's power
0: is the question. Yeah, fair.
1: But during this encounter, Jace would become distracted by the dragon, who held two conversations with them both. Jace's defenses, which were untested to begin with, would fail when Bolas struck. Can you imagine them having two conversations at the same time? Oh, man. And not getting mixed
0: up? That actually, uh, that does remind me, I, I, there's a couple books I've read. There's a character who was able to like have a conversation with basically a room of people. And keep that would be, each one straight.
1: That would be amazing.
0: And so, yeah, Nicole Ball like, just knowing the power of this character, I'm like, that actually, like, the the mind, like, how ancient this thing is and how intelligent it is, I could see it, but it would be insane to watch. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, if I could see a person pull that off in real life, I'd definitely pay to see
1: that. I have a hard enough time when I'm talking to one person, I hear a conversation, my mind shifts to the other one.
0: Oh yeah, if I'm talking to one person, God forbid somebody even like mentions wanting to ask me a question. Because <laughs> ruined. So Jace would ultimately fall out of Tezzeret's graces. Jace took uh, Callist with him and ran to the furthest reaches of Ravnica. In hopes of escaping the consortium's wrath. So I mean, like, I get I get wanting to punish him for failure, but like come on, like, like it's one of those like you who could've seen that coming.
1: Well, I also didn't say anything out about punishing him. I guess. I mean, if anything, they're more now trying to punish him because he's trying to run from the consortium. Hmm, fair. But while trying to lie low, the pair would run into the necromancer Liliana Vess, who would flirt endlessly with both of them, finally setting into a torrid affair with Jace. And that's where that started.
0: And love kindles. So we,
1: we had a slight talk about that during Liliana's episode.
0: That we did. Without Jace's knowledge and with a heavy heart, Liliana revealed where Jace and Callus had settled to the consortium. In a desperate attempt to save both their lives, Jace tried to absorb Callus' mind and switch bodies with the assassin when uh, when it failed. Man, I really got to get this and read this whole book because I want to know what the plan was there. Hmm. What do you mean? Like, okay, so he's absorbing his... M- so he absorbs Callus' mind and switches bodies bodies in order to save them so
1: so he tried to save them by absorbing his mind and when it failed he tried to switch bodies okay uh, that's pretty self-explanatory but
0: i mean if they're yeah. gonna kill both of you i just like i feel like if me and you were in front of a firing squad i just grabbed you i'm like let's just switch spots maybe that'll throw them off
1: well, I'm pretty sure it's because something was already happening to Callus, and she was—they were she was already dying.
0: And that's kind of why I'm more saying like, God, I want to read this because I need to know the exact like <laughs> things that happened there because clearly I'm missing something.
1: <laughs> Not a lot from what was on the the wiki. There really wasn't anything missing. Okay. So six months later, Jace and Callus' body d- would die, and his mind returned to his original body with an extreme trauma of uh, to Jay- Jace's psyche. Liliana would take him away to recover and urge him to pursue Tezzeret for his part in killing, Cal- or for his part in Kallus' death. This resulted in Tezzeret and Jace scheming uh, against each other, where Jace would turn to Nicole Bolas for help in locating Tezzeret's sanctum, and he and Liliana would plan, a- plan an assault on the artificer's base. Ultimately, though, the attack would fail. Jace was captured and Liliana's treachery came to light. Because she was not very good at doing a lot of that early on.
0: Yeah, no, no <laughs> Uh Anybody who wants to check it out, uh, we have done an episode on Liliana. And honestly, it's definitely trial and error. Trial and error. The reason she's such a bamf now is because she wasn't that great at what she did at the beginning.
1: And she was a very horrible person at the beginning. Oh, that too. <laughs> she was very selfish.
0: That's too. But I also but... think
1: in this... Jace's first mistake was going to Nicole cuz I have a feeling he probably kind of helped with their mission failing.
0: Oh, I don't doubt it, Nicole. is,
1: Tesseract was one of Nicole's agents.
0: Ooh, yep, I can see that. <laughs> plus to, plus Nicole's just like a long con character in that. Like he didn't really care about your plan if if it if, fa- if making you fail ex- like progresses his other extended overarching plans you're kind of screwed going to him. The thing is you don't know. (laughs) So Tezzeret would have Jace tortured violently. Liliana later approached the captured Jace and tried to make him understand the reasons she's done the things she had. She genuinely cared for him and she helped Jace to escape together. They again attempted to destroy Tezzeret. Ultimately Jace and the artifice, uh, Artificer, yeah, Artificer, duelled, resulting in Jace wiping Tezzeret's mind clean, leaving the consortium without a leader. Jace made a vow to himself to help Liliana in any way that he could,
1: because you know, young love.
0: <laughs> I was, I was gonna say that's gotta be some young love stuff. Oh like, yeah, and where I stand now at my age, and if that, that went down, she's like, so kind uh, of like have your help. I'm like you. Or the whole reason this all went down. I was tortured for months. Do you remember that? Right. I mean, I helped
1: you out. I'm like, get out of here.
0: That would have
1: been the smart thing. He always saved Jace so much trouble later on in his life. Oh, yeah. So it was later revealed that Jace, despite hesitance, had taken over the Ravnica cell of the Infinite Consortium for lack of a better option at the time. I mean... You're not a great person to begin with. Why not? And maybe you can steer it into a better direction.
0: Yeah. No, that's actually, I mean, it's a a job with an opening. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) An opening just, spot just opened up, dude. (laughs) At some point during Jace's first year working for the Infinite Consortium, he was sent to track down and retrieve a scroll Chandra had stolen from the Sanctum. After a short battle that Jace would win, and wiping Chandra's mind, he'd planeswalk away. God dang it, man. I feel like him and uh, Miss Martian would really get along.
1: I mean, you gotta remember who his original teacher was.
0: True. And
1: all the mind-wiping he the Sphinx did to him. True. So, he learned what to do, and yeah, it became a big part of who he is.
0: I also feel like that's like, that's like your... I feel like that is like one of those ultimate like like win moves. Oh, it uh, really? Like any other character who's like, "I'm gonna battle you out and save us the end." He just walks up. and He's like, "Mind wipe." I win. Yep.
1: He's also known for doing it to himself a lot later on in life too. Not just early on when he was after
0: he figured out from the Sphinx. He gets somewhere that has cat scanners. They're like, "Dude, you have like a lot of tumors."
1: Oh, uh, he probably does.
0: Have you been doing anything to your brain? He's just like. According to this stack of journals. (laughs) Right. A A lot. (laughs) (laughs) So,
1: after his time on Ravnica, he would take a short trip out to Zendikar. And roughly three years after retrieving the Dragon Skull from Chandra, Jace's interest in it would be once more piqued for an unknown reason. This would lead him to Zendikar, where he would hire a guide and face down a vampire known as Anawan who would Jace would rip uh, the info he was looking for from his mind and convince him to replace Jace's guide? Because the vampire did kill his guide. Oh. So he's kind of like, I'm going to take the stuff I need from you anyways, and now I'm going to convince you to do, do what he was supposed to do before you killed him. I mean, with those kind of mind powers, why not? Like, Right?
0: I'm sure it probably wasn't a hard thing to do. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, this info would lead him and Anawan... To the Eye of Ugin. <laughs> Here, he'd run into Chandra again, and she was battling a large dragon. Offering his assistance in the battle, he and Chandra would ultimately defeat the planeswalker, Sarkon. Sarkon. Val, who was the dragon? Yes. I shouldn't have read that part. Oh, oh yeah. A shock on who was the dragon they were fighting. Chandra would later planes walk away, leaving Jace behind to ponder who had manipulated the pair into crossing paths.
1: Yeah. Long story short, because was there doing something on his own, who, if I remember correctly, later on in one of the timelines of, Zen- of another plane, he became a slight um, agent for Nicole without knowing it. Uh, but yeah, one of Sarkon's big things is he can transform it into dragons. Ooh, like that's one of his cards too. That's what they do. Ah,
0: uh, that's pretty cool, actually.
1: <laughs> so with Chandra gone, Jace had no reason to stay in the Eye. With his goal accomplished, albeit catastroph- catastrophically, he wandered the caves and questioned once more how all three walkers came to be in the same place at the appropriate time. Despite his ignorance of the plane and the Eye. Jace couldn't help but notice that something had been set in motion with his involvement. Mm Because he's not quite as dumb as, you know, some people like to think he is.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, he has a history, but, like, uh, clearly he's doing a lot of things. He has a lot of pieces moving. Yeah. So his stupidity just more comes from, I feel like he has too much on his plate.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, he just makes a lot of really stupid decisions. (laughs)
0: Liliana. Exactly. (laughs) So, return to Ravnica. After the past few years of his life, Jace ignored whatever obligations remained in Ravnica. Choosing to just wander for a while, when he returned, the consortium had collapsed without him. But he couldn't seem to bring himself to care. I mean, he
1: clearly didn't care when he became the leader, because it was just like, well, they got nobody else to lead them, and maybe if I do it, they won't be so bad, and... Yeah So I mean I can't imagine him caring that it collapses
0: Wasn't really a lot of giving, uh
1: Not a lot of care Yeah (laughs) So despite feeling at home in Ravnica's faceless masses Jace was haunted by the things he had seen It was no wonder then that when curious symbols and patterns would start turning up all over the 10th district It was enough to make Jace pause and take note It was just the distraction he needed because you know, I guess when you're a mind made, you have to keep some, you have to have something constantly going to keep you entertained.
0: I mean, fair. I kind of, uh, as somebody with ADHD, I almost kind of feel like a slight connection to that.
1: Yeah, I feel like we we understand that one very well,
0: right? Just like, yeah, no, 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 mind wander, bad. <laughs> <laughs> this investigation would lead him all over the place and have him coming in contact with most of the ten guilds' leaders. Or at least high members of the guilds. During this investigation, he'd learn about the end result of a maze trial. This trial would see all the guilds sending a champion to run this maze. If they completed it, a new guild pact would be made. But if they didn't complete it, then a supreme verdict would be given. This verdict could destroy all the guilty of any entire district. I mean, you know, a bit bit futuristic dystopian in that, but I like it. Right.
1: Um, so for a, kind of a quick thing about the Guild Pack, from what I was able to find out, all we really know about the Guild Pack is it's basically a very powerful magic that was used to enforce the laws on Ravnica and help uh, keep the balance between all the guilds. So mm. keeping all these 10 guilds from basically fighting it out and just duking it out and having chaos all over the place,
0: which honestly you kind of need that in, in any time situations exactly. like this. Cause it could, uh, yeah, no, no, no. People are going to vie for power.
1: Yep, And that was, from what I understand, kind of the point behind the whole Supreme verdict was, well, if it, if it needs to, it's here to get rid of all the corrupt and the guilty and, essentially all the bad off the plane,
0: which makes sense. And, uh, yeah, like I said, you know, like not a bad method to go about it. Um, everybody throws in their oral Sporksnager has him run it and we see what happens pretty much.
1: <laughs> so Jace would join the race with Amara, the Sol- Selesnya champion, but would get separated when he was arrested by Lavinia of the Azorius guild. He would be brought in front of the Azorius guild leader, Ispara, uh, for a special trial. He would explain everything he had learned and his plan to help. He would plead guilty in hopes of speeding up the trial. Esperia would sentence Jace to community service, which would end up being to help the champions finish the race. <laughs> so, literally, the, the the judge is like, "Okay, we know you're guilty. You, you screwed up something, but we're <laughs> gonna have you help so we, so you know people just don't randomly start dying on us, or I guess not randomly. So the whole <laughs> district
0: doesn't have a lot of mass death." i mean you know that's uh that's a way to serve your community service <laughs> right that. i just love they like oh it's gonna be community service but this is what you're gonna do <laughs> right like what's my community service save us right it's like that's um okay <laughs> so because of because of his help uh in making sure the champions finish the maze jace would be named the new guild pact or the living guild pact mm. yeah
1: that was kind of what he got nicknamed after that because he now had the power to do the Supreme verdict.
0: Oh, damn! a lot of power in one, dude.
1: Yeah. Not in the, in the power of a horrible person.
0: Yeah. Cause,
1: cause I would not give him the, that, that kind of power.
0: I just feel like he just, he comes off sometimes almost sociopathic in his, just like, not, not maybe he is the perfect one because he has no real emotional bias behind his decisions. Well,
1: more of just the fact of he makes bad decisions.
0: That is and, honestly, I guess, the drawback.
1: And also, being a planeswalker, as we learn here in a second, he doesn't really care, and he just kind of leaves the plane all the time. So he's not really
0: the good one to leave in charge of that power. Okay, so we've literally picked—we've literally picked the arguably one of the worst people we could have through the planes. Yeah, because so basically, during
1: his time as the living guild pack, he's still largely focused on other things off plane and left Lavinia from the Azorius in charge of things. So he just pushed it off onto somebody below him and would just dip out and go do stuff off-plane.
0: So kind of, kind of like our uh, real-world equivalent of management? Heyo. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Corporate burn. <laughs> Unfinished business. In his investigation following... I almost read that as communion. <laughs> How? I don't know. My brain put a C in front of it. And beyond that part, I can't I can't say. I don't know. Ominous and communion don't even look anywhere close to each other. That's what my brain told me. I clearly I was wrong. So in his investigation following ominous warnings from fellow planeswalker Vraska, Jace learned that the corruption uh corrupted planeswalker Ger- Geruk intended to complete his transformation by returning to the Onaki temple on the Shandalar. Shendal-
1: and there is no the it's on Shandalar. Oh, on Shandalar where Liliana retrieved the chain veil. Yeah. This was the plane that we learned about way back in her episode. Where she retrieves the chain veil from for one of her demons.
0: Which, if y'all haven't seen it, go check it out. Uh, Garrick's transformation would turn him into a demon and completely destroy the plane in the process. Jace realized that this would leave other worlds, including Ravnica, in danger.
1: So, I'm assuming that if planes just, just get destroyed, it has like a domino effect.
0: I imagine it, it'd be like kind of a, like a...
1: Yeah, like a ripple yeah ripple. So I'm uh, assuming that's where the it would leave other worlds in danger. Cuz they never really explain that, but that's what I'm going with cuz that's what I assume would happen.
0: I mean, or like yeah, plane like up could uh unleash the Eldrazi possibly by fracturing in reality type thing.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure at this point they're imprisoned on a different plane.
0: Okay. <laughs> I don't know the timelines that well. <laughs>
1: So, Jace would hunt down Ob Nixilis on Zendikar to extract the Hedron in his head, which Nahiri had used to suppress his demonic, uh, the demonic X-Plane Walker's power. Jace would then arrive on Chandelar to make preparations for the upcoming battle where Garrick appeared shortly afterward. During this titanic battle, the temple began to crumple around them before Jace would succeed in implanting the Hedron in Garrick and halting the curse of the Chain Veil.
0: Garrick's not a guy I'd like to go up against to try to do that either. Especially if you're Jace, because, I'm sorry, Jace is a little wimp. Yeah. like He's not a physical person. Like, imagine, folks, like, imagine a berserker Nordic barbarian that loves nature.
1: And is jacked up on steroids. Yeah, that's Jace. Like, 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 no, that, that's Garrick. I mean, Garrick. That's Garrick. And then Jace is your, like, stereotypical nerd in school.
0: Yeah like that's what you're looking at some dude who probably like throws logs for fun and then this dude who uh hey guys look how fast i can type that's the battle not pretty much like impressive that he 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 won that too yeah so um however after their battle garrick explained that though he was cursed he enjoyed what he had become and wanted nothing more than to be left alone. With a final warning, Garrick told Jace that if he didn't heed his wishes, he would escape uh, he wouldn't escape their next meeting.
1: Yeah. Definitely Ooh, something man. we'll have to explore more on a Garrick episode. But yeah, he essentially started instead of just hunting animals, he started hunting planeswalkers. Yeah. Because they were the ultimate prize, and yeah, he he enjoyed that. He, he was happy with what he was. Ooh, so,
0: you know, Jay's kind of lucky to get away. Oh, yeah. Dang. I'm, I wonder if at some point in the fight, yeah, Garrick was just like, you know what? You're not worth it. <laughs> I think they were just too tired. <laughs> uh, that, I can see that, <laughs> At that, that point.
1: So, for a brief moment back on uh, Ravnica, Niv-Mizzet, which was the dragon prune... Uh, or Guildmaster of the Izzet, uh, assigned Rao Zarek to trace Jace and research his many sudden disappearances. When Rao's co-worker, the Chamberlain Marie, came close to exposing the existence of planeswalkers, Jace had to work together with Rao to successfully distract the Firemind. In the process, they discovered another planeswalker who appeared on Ravnica every day at the same time near the Boros garrison. This would be the planeswalker Gideon Jor- uh, Jora okay so yeah it's amazing just how many planeswalkers there are and just always happen to end up near each other yeah because ral is also a planeswalker
0: there's a lot of planeswalkers (laughs) that keep getting near each other right? right
1: and they always end up working together or talking to each other somehow it's almost like the sparks like call to each other
0: i could see that almost like a subconscious magnetic attraction yeah okay so battle of zendikar Trying to fight separate battles on two planes at once, on Ravnica and Zendikar, Gideon learned that the Hedrons covering Zendikar apparently held some powers over the Eldrazi spawn. And this, the Eldrazi out here. here.
1: Is Gideon another one of those? He is the big brute, but he's definitely not a big dumb brute.
0: Oh yeah, no, no.
1: So, realizing he couldn't win the battle for Zendikar on his own... Um, Gideon would decide to recruit Jace, and after failing to persuade Chandra Nalar to join them, the pair would planeswalk to Zendikar again.
0: So, by the by the end of the Battle of Zendikar, Jace and Gideon would end up teaming up with other planeswalkers. Nisa and Chandra would later join them. Uh, they would learn that alone they were helpless to large threats, but as a team, they could stand against most things in the in the multiverse. With this realization, they would swear an oath and form a gate watch. Jace would realize a promise he made to the dragon Ugin to neither harm nor let the Eldrazi escape the plane couldn't be kept. They would decide to kill them.
1: So Yeah, that paragraph kind of covered a lot of the story because it was a lot of. Honestly, it was I was reading the story, trying to figure out what to cut. It reminded me a lot of Lord of the Rings, where there's a lot of that walking mm. with a little bit of s- story in between.
0: Ah, uh, okay, fair. Because yeah, at
1: one point he would meet he would meet Ugin, as it kind of talks about where they Ugin wanted him to keep him alive because Ugin, being an ancient planeswalker, knows what they kind of need to be there. Unfortunately. Yeah, it's kind of one of those. You can't have the light with that dark kind of concept. Fair enough. And yeah, there was a lot that happened, but a lot of it was just the traveling
0: between points. So yeah, we cut kind out of a lot of the Zendikar fight. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame you. Uh, I, I could see that game like long drawn out. It's like, so they stopped at this point to just kind of sit around and do this.
1: And it was like they'd, they'd walk to at one point do a very small objective. Walk to another place. <laughs> so, yeah, there, there's a lot. Honestly, there's a lot in this, in Jace's story altogether, we have skipped out on, or are going to skip out on for the same reason.
0: Which, I mean, fair <laughs> enough.
1: So, the Gatewatch would fight against two Eldrazi Titans alongside the natives of Zendikar. So, using the ley lines of the plane, that would bind, uh, they would bind Kozilek and Ulamog, and Chandra would connect with the ley lines and channel her pyromantic magic through to incinerate the titans. So basically, the ley lines is where like all the magic flows through the plane.
0: Oh, okay, so they kind of similar to uh, real world ley lines.
1: Yeah, so yeah, she she just like super tap into the ley lines and just incinerate these titans. Dang, which-
0: that had to be beautiful to see. Oh yeah, <laughs> fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Innistrop. Jace would travel to Innistrad next after the Gatewatch was betrayed by Ugin. And being told Soren wouldn't be as forgiving, he would go to Innistrad to investigate Soren's whereabouts. Here, he would run into Liliana again and help the plain natives fight off the third Eldrazi Titan, Emrakul. There you go. There we are. With the help of Tamiel, another planeswalker they would meet, they would trap Emrakul in the moon of Innistrad. Which, I mean, that should give everybody an idea of how big these things are, though, too. Yeah. Like, they had to trap well, it in a moon.
1: We also slightly talked about in one of our other episodes where, essentially, what you see on the plane is just a very small... ooh piece of what the titan really is
0: yeah like it's so right. i want to say it was
1: in the liliana one that or the soren it's one of the two of them because they did a lot with the eldrazi
0: some yeah it's amazing how often the eldrazi come up and become a problem for a lot of these characters
1: oh yeah so jace would take place in future conflicts assigned uh, alongside the gatewatch on kaladesh and almanquette after fighting will of liliana's demon lords and nicole bolus he would walk away uh and land on Ixalan with his memory wiped and trapped. Here he would uh, would meet up with Vraska once again. Here she had become a pirate captain, also trapped on the plane. During their time together, they'd be searching for the Golden City, where he would start to regain parts of his memories, including his early childhood. And here, Jason Vraska would also begin to form a romantic relationship. Oh. <laughs> It was actually, as I read that, because I remember that was one of the, after kind of all the Battle for Zendikar stuff, this was one of the first big stories that I really read. And it was actually kind of, kind of heartwarming, because braska's a Gorgon, so she had the ability to just, like, turn him to stoneware if she really wanted to.
0: Oh, I don't know why that makes it sweeter for me, well, but it does. it
1: was nice, because it, it really showed that Braska's character was had kind of grown from just being an assassin for the Golgari. True. Because at one point, that's all she was. And it's also nice
0: to see Jace kind of moving on from... Uh, and actually having a somewhat potential decent relationship. Yeah. Because <laughs> Liliana's just like... I mean, I, I love She was Lil- a user. <laughs> yep. I love Liliana, but she she got her problems. Oh, like, yeah. She's like just red flags galore. Okay. So in the Golden City, there was an artifact known as the Immortal Sun. Which called to planeswalkers and trapped them and prevented them from focusing en- enough to planeswalk away.
1: So yeah, this is how the two of them got stuck there. Oof. And yeah. I think that's also why Jason ended up planeswalking to uh Ixalan, is he didn't really know he was, but he just got pulled in.
0: It's kinda like a, it's kinda like one of those Venus fly traps and yeah. it just has the smell or the scent and you're just yep. like, what is that? Oh, I can't move.
1: So yeah, that that was kind of the the big thing in there. Um, So here he would also learn of the memory of Ugin and a a mental command that the spirit dragon had laid in his mind in the case someone would access his memory, uh, access the memory of him, which would be forget about him and planeswalk to Ixalan. So, okay. I was slightly wrong. I forgot I wrote that. (laughs) It's been so long since we did this or I researched this. Fair. So apparently Ugin put this mental command in them to say no you're gonna forget me and
0: you're going here oh so wow he didn't even have a chance yeah no he was pretty pretty much screwed (laughs) okay so from uh so jace and vreska would meet the ancient uh perun perun founder of the azorius guild of ravnica azor
1: so here, Here's another Sphinx that Jace gets to meet.
0: Oh, it's a Sphinx. Yeah. Uh,
1: a lot of the Azorius Guild, like a lot of their higher-ups, if I remember correctly, are a lot of Sphinxes.
0: Ugh, I just, I don't trust Sphinxes. They're riddly, and they are clever and deadly. Right. I was, that explains why I have quite a few of them in a lot of my decks, though, too. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, from Azor, Jace would learn of his plan to imprison Nicole Bolas... Uh, with his memories of the dragon finally returning, along with a hint of his plans that centered on Ravnica, on Vraska's urgings, he sentenced Azor to be caretaker of the useless island for his meddlings in the affairs of Ixalon and countless other planes, enhanced by the power of his status as Living Guildpack. Which makes it interesting that you can that he was able to use that somewhere else. Yeah, apparently it's uh, a kind of... Well, maybe, I wonder if it has to do with Azor being from Ravnica.
0: Mm, I could see that. Kind of like almost, um, if you were like, say, we like, I, I was like a deputy or an FBI agent, touring yeah, in like France, and I was like, I need this. And I show my badge, and some guy from America is like, Oh shit, we gotta do what he says, right? So after getting free from Exelon, is that what it was? yeah? <laughs> It just—it sounds like a computer, a computer virus or something. I
1: love it. it's like the fourth time we've said it. and You just now
0: got to that. I don't know why my brain just like just clicked. Okay, after getting free from Ixalan and catching up with the Gatewatch on Dom- Dominaria, yep, they would go to Ravnica to face Bolas and would take place in the War of the Spark. Hmm. Okay, that's uh quite a that's quite a journey. Dang. Yeah.
1: I remember on and Area that that would be where they'd get the rest of the Gatewatch, which essentially was Gideon. Because Liliana, while she attempted to leave with the Gatewatch, kind of got trapped by a secret clause in her contract that sent her to Nicole, as we also discussed during Liliana's episode. Yep, I remember it. Go check it out. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah. So, during the fighting, he would group up with Jaya, Tafiri and Vivian to assassinate Liliana. He would have conflicting, conflicting feelings about this mission. While rationally knowing it was the right thing to do, he did still care for her and wanted to find a way to help her. Because from what I remember is when they were on this mission, they were on the, a roof of a building. And he would try to mentally reach her first before Vivian would try to shoot her. And unfortunately, Nicole being Nicole already had mental guards up. Yep. So he had protected her from Jace being able to meddle. And yeah, and I remember, uh, I don't, I don't remember exactly how it happened, but I know Nicole was was responsible for the building under those four planeswalkers to collapse. Uh, so they got lucky on their own.
0: Yeah, Apparently. <laughs> God, going up against Nicole. Nicole's just a beast.
1: Yeah, and especially because in War of the Spark, that was his end game. Like that was his what he was trying to do.
0: Oh, so it's all coming together. Yep. Okay. So Jace witnesses Gideon sacrificing his life to save Liliana. When sh- when Chandra tries to kill Liliana, believing she'd killed Gideon, Jace stopped her. By explaining the situation. See folks talking. It's not that hard. <laughs> it
1: really isn't. But Asashandra is also known for her hot temper. True. <laughs>
0: so after. Uh, uh, after Bolas defeated Jace. Um, yep. or After Bolus Bolas' Bolas's defeat. Jace was telepathically connected. By Ugin. Who came to take Bolas. To the meditation realm. To prevent him from. From coming back to life on Ravnica. At Ugin's request, Jace used an illusion to hide the fact that Ugin had taken Bolas' body. Concealing Ugin's presence from everyone and making them believe that Bolus's corpse had disintegrated instead.
1: Yep. Because as we... It was during the Liliana episode we talked about this too, because her being there one of Bolus's um god eternals had bit into him and stole all the sparks from Nicole including Nicole's spark oh and as we see Ugin's like you're a very strong mind mage make everybody think that this is what's going on
0: Oh, that's so yeah. okay. good. So as far as
1: majority of the plane or as majority of the multiverse knows, Nicole's dead. But in reality, he's just trapped somewhere. Which, oh, okay. on a quick note, the Meditation Realm, um, which was a plane where Bolas would think on his machinations and use to regenerate after death. Because this wouldn't be the first time uh, Nicole would die. Even though I guess technically he didn't die this time, but... He has died in the past, and he would be reborn, essentially, through the meditation realm.
0: Okay. Huh. That's, uh... Man, everybody's going to be so, so upset when they find out.
1: (laughs) Right. God, (laughs) for his sake, they better not ever find
0: out. There's this giant (laughs) dragon thing coming through a portal. Everybody's just looking over at Jace, and he's like... (laughs)
1: Like hey, I got the other big dragon told me to do it. Yeah, <laughs> you don't tell a dragon no, right. especially in the twin to Nicole Bolas.
0: Uh, yeah, that's fair. I uh, <laughs> I wouldn't tell I wouldn't tell Ugin no. Yeah, you're uh, you're you're not wrong. I not exactly one to do that either. No, no, right. Okay, so by the end of the war, of the spark Jace would lose his title of living guilt backed. ...to the Izzet Purrin Niv-Mezet... ...shim-shim-shalabim... ...who was killed during the War of the Spark and Reborn. My God, I felt like I was saying a spell trying to read that.
1: Because, yeah, he was, he was killed, I want to say, pretty early on in the battle. But he was... Uh, I don't remember how he got resurrected, but, yeah, he ended up stabbing Nicole at one point. He, oh. It was part of kind of the whole ending of the war... Okay, and, uh, he, he got a he got a, a shot in on the dragon. <laughs> I gotta say, boss move stabbing Nicole. But yeah, he ends up coming back instead of just being a red blue dragon. Now he's a five colored dragon. Uh, like, like, he became a beast.
0: Dang. Talk talk about a level up after after a boss fight, <laughs> right? Okay. So, so
1: cause I kind of skipped over because I forgot we skipped over most of Ixalan, but it was during Ixalan's arc that Verasca would kind of call Jace out on it but Jace um he uses his illusion to make himself look fit like he is not fit whatsoever but he makes people think he is
0: <laughs> oh my god if that's yeah. not the most bardic thing i've ever heard a character do <laughs> yeah oh god that that's bad talk about vanity dang right okay well um that's Jace, um, Joker. You a fan? To be honest, not
1: really. And there's something about him I've never liked. I've never been able to put my finger on it. Maybe it's the fact that when things go sour, he runs away and wipes his memory. Like, like he is a coward, and I don't know if maybe that's part of why I don't like him, or if it's just his really stupid decision making. <laughs>
0: I'm he, putting this guy up there with Raiden. Yeah, not not quite as bad, not as bad because he wasn't in charge of it. Right, a lot of things you could have prevented if you just like stopped. Think a little this is oh my god, this is like when when Morty finds out about all his mind erasers, and he's like, maybe I can avoid making a lot of these mistakes if I just kept these memories. Pretty much.
1: So, yeah, I've never really been a fan of them, and I think part of that too is I don't like a lot of people play as cards because I don't like blue players. <laughs> uh,
0: fair, fair. So might might be a slight bias on that. You know what? Um, I'm a fan of his story. I'll say that. He has an interesting story of things that happen around him. But I'm not a fan of him. For anyone that's still listening, if you got something out of this, enjoyed the episode, or even liked the character before from a movie, comic, cartoon, hell, even that t-shirt that you saw one time, you're a fan too. If you want to jump on this train, why not subscribe and share with a friend? Dick Rail out. Y'all keep riding them rails.